up? Welcome to another episode of Q the Review. I'm your host, Keese. And uh, let's jump into this movie news. So, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars says she would love to play Spider-Woman in the MCU. Uh, no word from Marvel, but I think she could definitely pull it off. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the Mortal Kombat trailer dropped, and uh, surprisingly, the movie actually looks pretty dope. Uh, my only issue is, where's Johnny Cage at? You know, how you gonna have a Mortal Kombat movie without Johnny Cage? You know, the, the most important characters, Johnny Cage, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, uh, Raiden. Um, you know, you, you can't do the movie. Actually, you know what? They did a, a, if I'm not mistaken, one of the, the movies didn't have like Shang Tsung in it. So I guess, yeah. You know, if they could leave him out, they could leave out uh, Johnny. Anyway, that's it for movie news. It's been a you know slow few weeks in Hollywood. Uh, you know, as expected with everything going on in the world. So, uh, for this week's Black History installment, uh, we have one of my personal favorites um, out of the Eddie Murphy collection, Vampire in Brooklyn. For centuries, they have roamed the earth, fearsome creatures of the night, endlessly seeking to satisfy an unyielding hunger. Now, the world's last vampire is about to encounter something infinitely more terrifying than himself. So, Vampire in Brooklyn is directed by Wes Craven, and I feel like I don't need to list this man's resume. Um, you know, you should already know it, but I definitely will since he's directed some of my favorite movies, like uh, most of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, uh, The People Under the Stairs, Wes Craven's new, new Nightmare, which, in my opinion, is one of the best Nightmare on Elm Street uh, movies in the series. So if you haven't seen that one, you should definitely check it out. I think I'm going to do a podcast on that one soon. Uh, did Scream 1, 2, 3, and 4. Cursed, Red Eye, uh, My Soul to Take. So, you know, he's in, in many more. So RIP to the God of Horror. Uh, the movie stars one of the funniest men to ever live, Eddie Murphy. Uh, it stars, also stars fine-ass Auntie Angela Bassett. Uh, Alan Payne, a.k.a. G-Money. The late John Witherspoon. And the sixth man himself, Kadeem Hardison. Uh, the movie came out in 95. It had a budget of $14 million, Brought in... Only $19.8 million at the box office, so it for sure flopped and um, probably lost the studio a few million when you factor in advertising. Uh, however, I still love the movie. I don't care. Rotten Tomatoes score, only 12%, uh, so it's definitely rotten, um, but I think they got it wrong. I think they definitely got it wrong on that one. Um, I think it's at least a 65%. I'll die on that hill. Uh, my score... I said I love this movie, and I gave it a five out of fucking five, all right? It's one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies. Uh, he was hilarious in it. You know, there's quite a few quotables. Um, I feel like it's like a, I don't know, 
I feel like it's like an early adaption of what he was going for with uh, Naughty Professor and with all the different, you know, characters he played. I guess he also did that in Coming to America, too. So, yeah, but hilarious. Every character he plays in the movie. Oh, the movie is about a vampire named Maximilian, played by Eddie Murphy. Uh, he's the only survivor from a race of vampires on a Caribbean island. And uh, as a vampire, he must find a mate to keep the line from ending. He knows that a child had been born to a woman who had a vampire father. And he searches for her in Brooklyn. Um, Rita's mother, who was dying in the asylum, was that uh, woman. And Rita, who's played by Auntie Angela... Uh, has nightmares that she doesn't understand. Like she keeps having visions and dreams of like people close to her dying in weird, strange ways. And then some, you know, mysterious character. Um, uh, not knowing that she is part vampire, Max woos her and attempts to bring her to her, you know, uh, her destiny of becoming a his vampire queen, basically. Even though Rita has strange dreams and actions, Justice, who's played by G-Money, uh, a.k.a. Alan Payne, um, he's her partner, uh, he has feelings for her, and doesn't want her to be involved with, the, with Max. So, so a little love story mixed in there with the horror and the comedy. Like I said, fantastic movie. Uh, I think people were just maybe expecting something different when they heard it was Wes Craven. And then maybe expecting something different when they heard it was Eddie Murphy. And I feel like it was a great little mashup. Anyway, um, my favorite character outside of the main character is going to be the preacher. So when Eddie takes over the preacher and gives the sermon outside of the church, because obviously, you know, he couldn't go inside of the church being a vampire, uh, a damn near died. All right. That's probably also my favorite scene in the movie. If every day is a sunny day, yeah, yeah. well then what's a sunny day? Well, the bottom line, brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to tell you tonight is that evil, evil is necessary. Evil is necessary, thereby if it's necessary, evil must be good. Evil is good. Everybody's favorite part, the trivia. Trivia time! So, first up, uh, on an episode of The Directors, Wes Craven suggested that Eddie Murphy ignored his request to play the character Vulnerable and felt compelled to showcase his comedic talents. Um, and I, for one, am glad that he did because that's what makes the movie so great. Nobody wants to see Eddie Murphy play a serious vampire. Like, this. Come on now. Uh, 
Let's see. This is the first time Eddie Murphy plays a villain. Uh, and probably the only time. I can't think of anything else. Uh, the film was written by Eddie Murphy, who wouldn't go uh, who wouldn't go on to write another story until Norbit, twelve years later. Uh, interestingly, his co-writer on both movies was his brother Charlie Murphy. So, R.I.P. to Charlie. Uh, in November two thousand and eleven, in an interview with Rolling Stone, Eddie Murphy stated that he made this movie for one reason. Uh, Paramount agreed to release the Nutty Professor's rights. In exchange for finishing his deal with the studio, uh, Murphy also said that the wig his character wore was so awful, it immediately made people despise him. Uh, well, despise the film. Um, definitely not me, Eddie. You know, I'm a fan. Shit was hilarious. The wig was terrible, though. It was, it was I mean, ah, oh, man, I can't think if Tyler Perry has had a, a worse wig in a movie. Yeah, I think you might have, I think th that wig might have been worse than anything Tyler Perry has ever put in any of his movies, but still loved it. Anyway, um, Eddie Murphy wore lips to appear taller. Um, and until I read that, I had no idea Eddie Murphy was short. Uh, apparently he's only 5'9". According to Charlie Murphy, the movie was meant to be a straight horror movie with no laughs, but Wes Craven brought a different focus to the film, which is crazy because, like I just said, Wes said the opposite in an interview. So, uh, I guess they're both just trying to blame each other for the movie flopping, but I still thought the shit was funny. You know? Anyway, uh, it's one of the favorite movies of John Witherspoon. I feel you, John. I feel you. R.I.P. Pops. Uh, what else we got? Uh, in an interview with Shadow, an act, I don't know what that is, probably some type of website or something, but uh, Kadeem Hardison singled out Vampire in Brooklyn as his favorite works. Okay? His favorite. Just like I said. You smart. You very smart. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, this is um, Angela Bassett's second vampire movie. Uh, she previously starred in Innocent Blood. Never heard of it. Uh, Bassett would also play a vampire many years later in season five of American Horror Story, um, which is actually one of the best seasons of that show. The hotel one with Lady Gaga and Angela Bassett. One of the best. Anyway... Uh, Kadeem Hardison's character, Julius, is based on Renfield uh, from the Dracula book and movies. Eddie Murphy wanted Jada Pinkett uh, to play Rita, but she turned down the role. She would later star uh, with him in The Nutty Professor. So, yeah. Uh, during the opening narration, Maximilian indirectly references the character of Dracula, um, when he talks about the Nosferatu were originally from Egypt, but were expelled thousands of years ago. Uh, many of the vampires relocated to the Carpathian Mountains in Eastern Europe. Uh, it doubles as somewhat of a take that when he smugly mentions the others of us uh, with better taste, including myself, settled in a part of the Caribbean known as the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, so Dracula lived in the Carpathian Mountains in Transylvania. 
and I guess the black vampires went down to the Caribbean. Smart. What else we got? Uh, with a story by Eddie Murphy, this is practically a horror remake uh, of his coming to America. Uh, since the plot has the main character arriving from a foreign land to America in order to seek a woman. Um, he uses his powers, and before, in coming to America, he used his money uh, to basically change a grungy apartment into a classy one to impress the lady. So, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's very similar to, you know, coming to America, also a nutty professor. What else we got? Uh, this is the last one. This is Eddie Murphy's first movie in which his character gets killed. And again, uh, I think it's the only one. I can't think of any other movie where he dies. So, And yeah, that's it for trivia. Now on to the top five. Top five! All right. And uh, I know y'all are sitting here thinking, here we go. About to get Eddie Murphy's top five. But nah, that's too easy. I don't like doing anything easy. So this week, we're going to be doing top five black horror comedies. All right. So number one, Vampire in Brooklyn. Duh. I mean, five out of five. I love it. Anyway, number two, uh, Scary Movie 2. That movie is hilarious. You know, the little, the, the my strong arm, my strong hand scene. Classic. So, shout out to the Waynes family. Uh, number three, Tales from the Hood. And I don't know if it was supposed to be a comedy or funny, um, but it had a lot of funny moments in it. So, yeah. Uh, number four, Bones. And again, I doubt that it was intended to be funny, but you can't take Snoop serious in anything. I mean, he's trying to kill you. He got the fresh perm, like... Come on, get the fuck up out of here, man. Uh, and then number five uh, is Scary Movie 1. Um, I know what y'all are thinking. You know, the scary movie films aren't technically black movies because there uh, were a lot of non-black people in them. However, they were written, directed, and produced by black people. And, you know, also most of the main characters were black. So, you know, again, shout out to the Waynes family. And yeah, that's it uh, for this week's episode. Uh, still not sure what I'm going to do next week, but you know, that was it. Y'all go ahead, like, listen, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, you know, five star rating on, on Apple, all that. And uh, yeah, y'all be easy. Shut your fucking mouth. Shut up. Hey, man, you can't do that shit. I'm driving, B. Shut the fuck up. Shit, I'm driving. God damn it.